The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It should be quite a scene tomorrow at the Delaware County Fairgrounds. Never seen an American president. Here's your chance. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. And I hope I get the chance to see you tomorrow as I'll be at the Save America rally at the Delaware County Fairgrounds. And if you see me, come over, say hello. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's get to know each other better. And I expect a huge crowd. The weather should be phenomenal. And... um Wow. Uh, How many hours will President Trump speak? I don't know. Will he get to the stage at 7 o'clock? I don't know. But this will be something that I think will be cool to attend. And if you have a son, daughter, this is history. Seeing an American president in the flesh, that's pretty cool. So hope to see you there tomorrow. And uh, they tell me I'm going to get to speak at 4 o'clock. I kind of believe that when it happens because... I've been to enough of these events to know that there are always last-minute adjustments, and if I get taken off the docket, that's fine. But I'll be ready, and I'll be, if I get to speak, stressing themes that I stress here on the show with you. So I appreciate you listening today. And we will have Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio on the program today at 11.33. Matt will talk about what he thinks the impact of Donald Trump endorsing J.D. Vance is and whether that'll make a difference in the Senate primary. It's been a spirited primary. It's been an expensive primary. It's one that has captivated the attention of national pundits as well as state pundits. So Matt Mayer at 1133, and we'll ask Matt, too, about Elon Musk and what's going on with Elon Musk's latest attempts to buy Twitter and how that might affect the uh, discourse that we have in our country if, hey, here's a novel idea, Twitter becomes a true free speech platform. Now, of course, Donald Trump got to be president in 2017 by winning the 2016 general election over Hillary Clinton. Yes, what a delicious memory that is. But first, he had to win a crowded Republican primary. And while it's been a while, do you remember who the last man standing in the primary was? No, it wasn't Ted Cruz. It was Ohio Governor John Kasich. Yes, John Kasich stayed in till the bitter end. Well, uh, we are now hearing from uh, John uh, John Kasich, the former governor of the state of Ohio, that when the revelation came to him that Donald Trump was going to get the nomination, uh, John Kasich had a... uh, Well, he had a reaction, and he talked about it with his co-hosts on the Kasich and Klepper podcast. Governor, you you quit a, a, a presidential race. That had to have been huge, or was that always baked into it? Well, you know, I was there till the bitter end, and when it was over, I, I haven't ever told anybody this. I was on a plane and we were going to do a fundraiser and I could have done it. And I thought, you know, that's not right. I, I know this isn't going to go on because Trump's going to have enough votes in the convention. I was really hoping that we would block him and then people would come to their senses. Mm. But when it was over, um, I left. We got off the plane. I went inside the, the uh, FBO and I went behind this building and I cried. I had one cry. And then I went then I went to my daughter's school. 
And that was really hard. And they had gotten wind of it. And then they came out and gave me a big hug. But then it was over. Yes. Well, actually, it was over well before that. But it is nice to know that the uh, kind people at Worthington Christian uh, came out and consoled John Kasich. Um, Interesting. Interesting, isn't it, that he wanted to do the right thing by not going to the fundraiser that he had scheduled. That is admirable, of course. It would have been nice if John Kasich's commitment to doing the right thing had involved him sublimating his ego enough to set foot inside Quicken Loans Arena even once during the Republican convention in 2016. Uh, when you're the governor of the state of Ohio and your party's national convention is in your state and you don't set foot in the convention hall because you are uh, you have a rash over not being your party's nomination for president, uh, nominee for president, um, that's just that's inexcusable. And not voting for Donald Trump, which he did not do, uh, infamously, he wrote in John McCain. Now, uh, John McCain was alive at the time, but it was a symbolic gesture because McCain was not on the ballot. But, uh, yeah, John Kasich, you know, he had a good cry. Okay, good for you. But, uh, wow, Uh, still, the ego of the man is out of control. And to not, I mean, look. Remember Trump like said crazy stuff about Ted Cruz's father being uh, part of the conspiracy to assassinate John Kennedy in Dallas in 1963. I mean that's a dumb thing for Trump to say, but 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 Cruz like understands that things in politics are said that are you know over the top, and so uh, I didn't need yesterday in the. Uh, lead up to Donald Trump arriving in Delaware County. Uh, John Kasich, man without a party because of his own ineptitude and ego maniacal view of himself. I didn't need him to resurface. So, but John had a good cry. So now we can have a good laugh over all of that. And we can also have a big sigh over what is super predictable. Today's Dispatch has an editorial from Theodore Decker. I, you know, I used to think Theodore Decker might be like the only honest broker at the Columbus Dispatch. That's gone out the window with his last couple columns. He's clearly as much of a liberal partisan as anybody down there writing about J.D. Vance today and mocking J.D. Vance. Here's the reason why libs hate J.D. Vance, because J.D. Vance is no longer saying bad things about Donald Trump, because J.D. Vance had the presence of mind to evaluate what's in front of him and reevaluate his opinion on Donald Trump. You know, this is actually quite the contrast between J.D. Vance and John Kasich. Kasich, for him, it's personal. It's not political, because if you look at Trump's record as president, I mean, come on. The economy was booming. He would be the president still, if not for COVID. Even Jane Fonda admitted that. It was a godsend to to Democrats to get rid of Donald Trump. But uh, J.D. Vance, and you'll hear us replay our interview with J.D. Vance at noon today. I thought it was important for you to hear from the guy who got Trump's endorsement in case you missed it when J.D. visited with us on Wednesday. I asked him why the change. Because, look, the stuff J.D. Vance said about Donald Trump in 2016 was, was as critical and uh, as uh, laced with invective as it could possibly be. He called him America's Hitler. He said he was an idiot, blah, 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 on and on and on. You know, you've seen it on the uh, commercials from the pack that's supporting Josh Mandel. They play it and play it and play it and play it. 
And all you can do in that situation is say I was wrong, which J.D. Vance has said. John Kasich, he, he doesn't have the humility to say that. And Vance gave, and I was talking about this with my wife uh, yesterday, anniversary dinner. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. Thanks to those of you who wished us a happy 21st anniversary yesterday. I was talking about this with my wife yesterday. I said J.D. Vance gave the best reason why he changed his mind on Donald Trump that a person could give. And in my view, because of my faith, that reason is I became a person who orders my life according to my faith. J.D. Vance said, you'll hear it at noon, I became a Christian. I had children. I didn't have children in 2016. Now I have three kids. He's got kids in school or will be in school someday, and he sees J.D. Vance does what's going on in the schools. And he realizes that the Trump policies were good for America because the Trump policies were things that made America great and, yes, made America great again. So I'm sure Donald Trump will be accenting those themes tomorrow. I'm sure Vance will be accenting those themes tomorrow in Delaware. And it'll be interesting to see the reception J.D. Vance gets. Uh, Will there be booze? Will there be Mandel people holding signs? Will there be Timken people? Will there be (laughs) Dolan people? Mm, I wouldn't do that, Dolan people. I'd go somewhere else. Uh, You know, will there be Mike Gibbons people? Here's what I would say. This is J.D. Vance's moment. And if you want to have a moment, that's fine. Continue your campaign. Primary's not here. Keep going right up until May the 3rd. But it's not going to be a good look if you support a different candidate and you go tomorrow and you try to incite some kind of a scene or catcall J.D. Vance or shout it. That's just not, that's what Democrats do, Okay. That's what Democrats do. You don't need to do that. I have not made up my mind yet who I'm going to vote for in the primary. And because it is so close, I don't think it's my position to endorse. Because as I said yesterday, this is about winning the game, the general election. This is not about being ahead at halftime. It's great if your candidate wins the primary. Fantastic. Good for you. But the eye on the ball issue here is to keep that Senate seat in the hands of Republicans, not to give it to Democrats, not to give it to Tim Ryan. There are only 100 Senate seats. We have one on the conservative uh, with Rob Portman, at least on the Republican side with Rob Portman. We got to hold on to it. So division has no place in November, and I would argue tomorrow it has no place either. Tomorrow's a day to celebrate what America's founding principles were and our commitment to get back to that. And I'd love to see you out there. I will be there. Should be a great day. All right. Uh, Next on the show, we're getting some context now on the William Husel trial and a detail that came out in the aftermath of the trial that I think is, uh, I can't believe it's going to lay and not have impact going forward. A wild, wild disclosure in the aftermath of Dr. William Husel being found not guilty on 14 counts of murder. We'll have those details for you next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. Cannot, cannot thank you guys enough. Yesterday, for the first time, I made the announcement that we are now coming to you from the PatriotSwitch.com studios. What is Patriot Switch? Patriot Switch is the answer to the question I posed, the dilemma I posed a couple weeks ago, which was, 
How are we going to fight back against all these companies that donate money we spend with them, a lot of times inadvertently, by buying products for our houses and that make our daily lives a little bit you know, more manageable, more pleasurable? How are we going to fight back against them when they give money to causes we don't support, causes like the LGBTQ cause that today is torturing uh, that's probably too strong of a word, but they are bullying, bullying's a better word, bullying teachers and students in schools with this ridiculous LGBTQ day of silence. If you're not silent all day, as a teacher, as a student, then you're going to get called out for not being supportive of the LGBTQ plus agenda. And somebody asked me when we were talking about one of these woke initiatives one day on the show, where do these companies get all their money to lobby for these things that are really terrible for kids and for our country. And I like had a sobering realization. They get it from us. They get it from us. They get it from us when we shop at Target and Bed Bath and & Beyond and Home Depot and 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 when we sh- buy stuff at, off the shelves at Walmart from big companies like Unilever and Johnson & Johnson and Kraft and Nabisco and Coke and Pepsi. If you see all the brand names these companies make you realize they're using our money to work against us. So that's what Patriot Switch fights against. Patriot Switch is a movement. PatriotSwitch.com. How did you hear about us? Click on the down menu. You'll find my name, Bruce Hooley. Click on it. And then you'll hear from me because Patriot Switch is a portal to a private shopping club, an American-owned, family-owned company in Idaho that manufactures and sells direct-to-consumer Products. Why can't I give you the name of the company? Because they don't allow me to. You have, they don't advertise. They don't advertise. They want to restrict their customers to true patriots, and they got millions of them, and they've been around for 30 plus years. And I was so happy to hear about this through one of my wife, through one of my wife's bridesmaids. So you will love Patriot Switch. Click on it. You'll hear from me. I'll tell you how to get into it, how to shop, how to be a member. It's awesome. Very cheap. Way less than Sam's Club, Costco, any of those. The products are phenomenal. Plant based, plant based products. We love them. They're great for my family. So Patriot Switch, and four of you yesterday, four of you yesterday said, I want to hear more. So thank you. Thank you for doing that. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. PatriotSwitch.com. Click on the name Bruce Hooley in the down menu. Okay. So Dr. William Husel, acquitted of 14 counts of murder by a Franklin County Common Pleas jury, uh, did an interview with People Magazine on Wednesday. Uh, I'm sure he got paid. I'm fine with him getting paid. Uh hit it uh the headline is i am not a killer and his quote inside is i am not a killer i am not guilty of what they say i did his comments to people came before before he was acquitted of the 14 counts originally charged with 25 they dropped 11 charges so he's a free guy they're not going to let they're not going to prosecute him again and gary tyack the franklin county prosecutor has not answered a question about this yet uh which is uh amazing to me that he's allowed to uh pursue this case and spend all the money that he spent researching it and everything. I mean, there's your democratic accountability right there. Uh, Screw something up and then not answer for it. Maybe he could be president after Joe Biden with that kind of accountability. Uh, But uh, William Husel says uh, of his being charged, he said, I couldn't believe it because I knew what the truth was. We were there helping people and saving people. And I was like, how could they twist this around and charge me with murder? Uh, in the interview with People, Husel said he thinks about the families of his patients frequently and feels, quote, grief for these families. And uh, I'm 
look, I trust the jury system. I trust that he was not guilty. As I told you, I had a friend who was, uh, his his life was ruined too. Uh, he was working at Mount Carmel, and uh, Mount Carmel did search and destroy mission on everybody's career there who could be tied to William Husel. My friend still cannot get a job in his field because he has the the looming shadow of Mount Carmel's um, CYA mission uh, on on his resume. So anyway, uh, really amazing to me that remember we had the whole like motion from Jose Baez to dismiss common pleas judge uh, Michael Holbrook in the middle of, uh, right before it went to uh, closing arguments. And I'm like, well, that's a weird move because typically judges who uh, are accused of being uh, prejudicial in cases like this, this comes out like during the pretrial, not once the trial begins. Now, Baez and the defense team had some issues with with Holbrook's facial expressions during the trial. But the reason why Baez filed a motion to have Holbrook dismissed was because when the attorneys from both sides huddled with Holbrook to go over what instructions would be given to the jury, Holbrook made a a joke, a bad joke, that perhaps he should refer to Husel in his instructions to the jury as a, quote, killer doctor, unquote, instead of a defendant. Killer doctor instead of a defendant. Um, Wow. Like, like double wow to that. I can't believe that anybody could be that tone deaf to the gravity of a guy's future and the gravity of the accusations and charges against him to make a joke about, yeah, I think I'll tell the jury that, you know, when you're deliberating over the case involving this killer doctor, I mean, that's not funny. That's not even in the same hemisphere as funny. And um, if that goes away and nothing comes of it, uh, I'll be pretty surprised. Because that, to me, is egregious judicial conduct. Okay, we're going to have Matt Mayer, Opportunity Ohio, uh, on the other side of the bottom of the hour. Look forward to his comments on the Donald Trump endorsement of J.D. Vance. That's next.